Hello! I'm Don Archie, and this is a Harry Hum companion. I'm her suit. Cute. And incredibly stoned. Each episode, I try my damnedest to host a nice little comedy talk show while more high than Tiny Tim's falsetto. Did you know he's Middle Eastern? I just found that out yesterday and it's totally shifted my concept of reality. And, um, I'm a, I don't, is he actually short? I don't know that. I got a fellow beer charge recursion for next week. Is, is Tiny Tim really short? I don't know. But instead of, you know, tiny Middle Eastern Lebanese guys, let's talk about the show by me. The tiny Middle Eastern lesbian guy, because I'm five foot one, Derful, if you didn't know. I have very severe tall personality syndrome. Um, as you I mean, I don't know what you've been gathering because I can't do the show right ever, as shown. But yeah, people always think I'm like humongously taller than I am, and I'm like I'm five one. It's not gonna get better than this. I'm thirty-three, I mean I don't think, unless, you know, I eat some magic beans. I don't know if these little leggies are going to grow faster, like some beanstalks. Um, but anyways, uh, back to the show. Uh, depending on the weed and the mood, I can do each segment no problem. Clearly illustrated in the not, this is a very frequent issue with the show. In case this is your first time... And your worst time, because it's, it's a Harry Home Companion with me. I don't, I don't know what you want. Oh, it was the best of times. It was the brat worst of times. I'm so hungry. Um, dude, I'm not lying about the weed. You get the munchies. Did you have hard times doing the show? It's like, really, it's like you're walking, watching like a, you know, a gritty documentary. Are you really in it? Or like, I don't know, you're a pervert of some sort. You've done this before. You're accustomed to this. Happy post-wholesome, I mean, wholesome, and then, uh, uh, well, it was a wholesome, wholesome. I know what happens there. You all know. If you don't, do not Google this at work. It is not safe for fashion week or whatever. And no, I always get NSFY. Or whatever, whatever, NSFW with New York Fashion Week mixed up when I read too fast. And I'm like, what? It's Fashion Week at this guy's office? What the fuck? It's like Dilbert. Anyways, yeah, don't read too fast. Um, and then, uh, well, no reading is happening because I haven't stuck to the script. Uh, so anyways, Let's just start anew, afresh. We're beginning, you know, new cycles, new beginnings, new hope. Today, everything's gonna get better. But anyways, but uh, in in tribute to that, uh, that is why we start off show with the segment retractions and corrections, where I correct mistakes, answer questions brought up in the previous episode, or tell you what I was trying to say in last week's segment. But was too high to get through to. This week's retractions and corrections. This is like the most important announcement I ever will make. Listen up. Pay attention. Get a pen and some paper. 
Six. This is an emergency. Uh, if you or someone you know in Southern California would like a little kitten that is very extremely cute. And, oh, I wish my cat wasn't an only kitty or I had a bigger place where I could, like, introduce her properly to a cat. Because it's possible. I am a strict devotee of Jackson Galaxy. I All critical thinking skills are thrown out the window. I... Everything he says, I agree with. Did you know his, his partner is Iranian? Yeah, she's... They have a cat that was named Pishi, which is just like the Persian word for kitty. A cat named Kitty. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so, okay, that's... I'm like, well, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Motherland approved, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you know, so if he, if he... He's on the level, is what I'm saying. He gets it. I know that not only is he right about everything, but we'd have a really good time hanging out in Westwood together. We would go to Shamsheree, baby! I will always get Gormus Sabzi because I am too lazy to make it at home. Even though it is possible and I've done it before and it's been great, I won't do it. Um, but no, no, okay. No, this is the most important announcement I, I gotta make. I gotta return to the real, the real so-called icon, which is this kitty cat. Yeah, so my friend has found a kitty up a tree and she's like, this, this is a very cute cat, but unfortunately I cannot have a cat. And I need to find it a home by this Thursday. Oct and today is October 1st, uh, 2023. And you have until Thursday of this week. Uh, uh, urgent to get this kitty who's so cute. And um, uh, uh, I don't know if she wants me to mention her... Uh, Instagram name on a radio show where the stranger danger foot, you know, lurking is happening. I don't, I don't know who you people are. This is really gross. Why do you do this? Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't know how she would feel about it, her, you know, being brought up on the show to like God knows who or why, like what. <laughs> We gotta vet you before you take this cat to the vet and get it like checked up and stuff. Cause sometimes you just find a kitty in a tree and that's what happens. And you, uh, anyways, um, yeah, you can contact me at uh, a.harry.home.companion on Instagram <coughs> or at my email. Which is D O N N A dot A R K E E dot Arky at gmail.com so that you can have a cute kitty! Yes! Somebody needs to get this cat! Um, immediately! Like, ur this is urgent! Um, you gotta. You gotta get this cat! 
anyways, um, yeah, I'm just your Middle Eastern middleman, essentially, for you to get this cat. Uh, anyways, I'm really high, if you can't tell, this is really bad, boy, I was like, oh, I don't have that many retractions and corrections, uh, not like I'm, I'm perfect or anything, it's just, um, sometimes the mistakes I make <coughs> are so bad they're not even quantifiable, and, uh, <coughs> but yeah. Not a lot to do, so I'll be able to get through this soon and get to a wacky fact and not fuck it up like last week where I was just mired this mortal coil known as, known as retractions and corrections. I need I need staff. I feel like okay. If you wanna be on the show as my like, you know, long suffering something or the other. Um, we, we record live in the studio of San Francisco. Let me know. It, it might be fun. I think it'd be fun to have a keeper. You know? It'd be fun to not always stray so far from God's light. Here, I'm here your home companion with me, Don Arky. BFF.FM, the only show where you could win a free kitten if you enter the contest thusly first. Um, yeah, if you're in, first you gotta be a SoCal resident. This only applies to SoCal residents. If you, or if you're a really dedicated Bay Area resident and you're like, I was gonna go there anyways, or I don't know, I have nothing better to do. I mean, I would blame you. It's a really cute cat. I'm even like, uh, why is my cat such an only kitty? And why is my apartment so small and slumlordy? Uh, I would go get the cat and introduce it to my little monster. She's not really a cat. She's more of like an iguana wearing a fur coat. But we love her anyways. But... Yeah, Parson and this kitty who I would have named Radish. Technically Radish too, but that's a whole other story. I'll bring that up next week in Retractions and Corrections. Uh, you know, it will never be in my current state, but you could be someone who could have... I'm not saying you gotta name this cat Radish, but it, sh it does has... He has a very Radish and I say him. But if you want to be a lucky, you, a SoCal resident, would love to be a lucky winner of this fine, fabulous feline, then you shoot me a DM on my Instagram, which is a.harry.home.companion. Uh, it's just the name of the show with dots in it. Probably gets me auto-flagged all the time. I will die in obscurity. I know this. I've accepted it. We're moving on. Uh, anyways, um... Yeah, or you could email me, which is my name, which is donna.archy at gmail.com. D-O-N-N-A. Donna.archy at gmail.com. And I will give you the information to how to acquire this cat. Because I'm your Middle Eastern middleman here. And, um, yeah. And then you will get a free cat because then I will put you in contact with my friend and then you can... Obtain the cat through whatever methods uh, you would like. Um, terms and conditions apply. Uh, 
postage and shipping not uh, will have to be provided on your own. Uh, yeah, you get this very extremely cute kitty, a free kitty, you know. Only, you can only find it here on this show, nowhere else. That'd be really cute, though, like, I mean, I, again, I don't know who you people are or why you come in my living room with me every evening for my f- freaking little fireside chat, but it's like... <laughs> the opposite of giving people hope like oh maybe life will be better it's just like <laughs> it can only get worse yes my hellfire chat <laughs> happy october 1st by the way uh is uh here and uh but yeah well, well, well to compensate for well oh well if it is a hellfire cat chat you can get a hellfire cat i didn't mean to say that but i guess i'll say it now uh because you could have this little kitten as your witch's familiar, and you can nurse it from your third nipple. Yes, that's an actual legitimate sign of being a witch. Look it up. They had them. I, they were packing heat. I don't know why I remember this exact detail from the Malleus Maleficarum or the witch's hammer. But I don't know my own girlfriend's phone number. And we've been together for eight years. And uh, whenever I get locked out of my apartment, which is all the time, I have to like go to the cafe across the street, call my mom, call my girlfriend, so that um, I can find out her phone number and write it on a pen and paper that the people at the cafe give to me. Like you're laughing, they're like, you don't know her phone number, like. What is, what's fucking wrong with you? You don't, hey, some bitch doesn't know. Their girlfriend's phone number. Everyone makes fun of me and like, oh, your mommy's calling. And I'm like, go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, that's why I never show up. Because you guys are always dunking on me so hard. And then when I show up, they're like, why don't you ever come by? And then I'm like, oh, it's because I work at a cafe. And then they're like, oh, Vladi. They just like, that's what they said. They're like, oh, well, fuck off. <laughs> just come visit us. And I'm like, I didn't, but I get it for free. And they're like, so pants. Like, There's no winning with you people. Um, and then I have to call my girlfriend from that establishment to be like, I locked myself out while I was doing laundry. And yeah. <laughs> I know that, but I don't know, you know, I know details about <laughs> very important medieval texts and <laughs> was it medieval arbitrage well, and correction for next week. It could have happened anytime. Uh, it could have, yeah, it's happening now. People are still like that. It's, we just keep doing satanic panics. It's chic. That's the New York Fashion Week thing. Do a satanic panic. I love it. Very Maison Margiela. I don't know. I don't know things about designers. I, I literally just... I'm, I really admire people. My favorite kind of people are the people who, like, personally dress like shit. Like, they just wear hoodies and jeans. And, like... like but then they have photographic memories of like every fashion designer everything about vogue they can tell you everything from like when uh, you know this the star sign or whatever or i don't know what is 
But they know, like, just like those things, and then they'll be able to be like, oh, yes, this was season, this was the resort collection of, like, season 35, uh, you know, the episode where, you know, there's a whodunit, I don't know, whatever, they know all the fashion stuff, like, like Alexander McQueen, this collection, this season, da, 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 da. it had this look, this was the look, this was the look, this was the look, like, it's like the kind of, like a very, like, live journal fashion scans, je ne sais quoi, to them, you know, real prissy, and then you find out they're, like, kind of crazy, and you're not real surprised, you know, like, I, but they're so, but you wouldn't know they had it in them because you just seem around and they're like, they're like, I know so much about real couture and beauty that I could never, like, how dare I even try to, you know, try. I know what man is capable of. We can't do it here. Uh, I'm not one of those people. I just show fucking vibes. I... I have no idea who anyone is. I am just like, oh, that's cute. Oh, I like that. That's fun. Like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, that's exciting. And then I go like, you know, I'm just here for I'm here for a good time. I'm not here to be a scholar. I'm not here to go to school. I already have a school here. I'm a Harry Home Companion with me, Donna Arkey, where instead of the three R's, Reading, writing, arithmetic, we do the three S's. Sex, steak, and cigars. That's, or cigarettes. Uh, and really, really relax. So that's my approach to everything in life. I just like to relax. I'm here for a good time. I, I really don't care. I don't really want to know. Like, I love everything to be a surprise, you know? Every day is exciting. I don't gotta, I don't gotta, like, force myself to memorize, like, when Vivian Westwood, like, you know, when she used to work at NASA headquarters or something, and that inspired, like, this line, and, you know, this, this, this detail of the garment, or this, um, or, oh, you know, the, this collection, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to wear it, and, like, make up the weird vibe in my mind happen in real life. But anyways, um... But, you know, we gotta go to, instead of the three R's, we gotta go to the one R and the one S, which is retractions and corrections. And, uh, next retraction and correction, because I gotta get this show done. I cannot do this again. I have to have some dignity, damn it. Um, but maybe that could be retraction and correction for next week. Did I or did I not have dignity? Well, we already know. Now, next retraction and correction, I was wrong. Really, really wrong in a way where I feel awful. Oh, like, I... Maybe that's why I'm having a hard time on the show. I'm, like, still processing this information. Because I gave you all a vision for... In my hellfire chat, instead of giving you a vision of hope for the future, I gave you, I just like, psychologically tortured you. This is horrible. You should get the cat, the one in SoCal. Contact me, donna.arky, oh, at gmail.com, sorry, I'm really high, and, or, or a.harry.com. 
Um.companion at Instagram.com. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can have a witch is familiar while you listen to the Hellfire Cat. Uh, uh, oh, our official merch is getting this cat. You should get it. Uh, it's really cute. I love this kitty. Oh, you. I hope, like, a mad, mad, mad. Well, I don't know how many mads are in. The title of that movie, but I hope that kind of a mad mad in you know how many well retraction and encroaching for next week. How many mads are in the title of that goddamn movie? Whatever it's a mad mad to the third power movie. Uh what if that situation broke out for the cat? I would love that. You can come from wherever you wanna go. To the cat. I'm real high. You could be real high up in a plane flying to get the cat. So that you can be part of the, you know, real. part of the, the team. I'm using peer pressure. I didn't think peer pressure was like a real thing. I talked about this when I was like, yeah, me and Angeline bonded because we're like, are we the same person? No, that's weird. Freaky Friday. I don't know. Our titties would be the same even if we switched bodies. Like, It'd be, it'd be real different, but real familiar in some ways. Anyways, don't remember that. I'm poofing Shazam. Oh, it's me, the show genie. I now have unleashed my powers, and you can no longer remember. You, your minds have been erased. That was real embarrassing. Don't re remember that, because I don't want... This to, cause I'm always like, you know, this is a Harry Home Companion with me, Don Arky, blah, blah, blah. Cause I gotta pronounce this all the time because, you know, people tune in and they're like, what is going on? Like, I hear like lots of loud noises and an audible like metallic clanks and like muffled, loud muffles. Like, sounds like someone like recorded a phone video of Benny Hanna and like, you know, it's accidentally playing. There must have just, maybe it's like this, like, perform. You know, I don't know what the hell this is. Is it like an accident? Is there a meaning to this? This is the Bay Area. This is internet radio. And, you know, you never know who's, you know, doing what out there. Um, but no, this is not a recording of a Benny Donna. This is a recording of me, a Benny Donna. And uh, I had to announce this all the goddamn time because, you know, I too would be wondering what the hell this was. Who the hell this is, is the show. So, uh, let me get back to the really bad news. In this retraction and correction, oh my god, it's already 24 minutes and I've done nothing. Okay, uh, I was wrong. Real wrong. Uh, Betty Davis died a year after the episode of the Johnny Carson show, or less than a year, I don't know, I have to do the math, I was too lazy, I know I could've, but I didn't want to. No treasure pressure for next week, will I do the math to figure out exactly how long it took, not to the hour or second or anything, but I could get to the day, I guess. And that's if you're just calculating so this is harder than you think. This is, wow, you really are like, this really is like, this isn't even a, a real documentary. This is like, you know, what you're all doing is like real psychosexual. I don't know, but I, I 
with my dyscalculia will either figure it out on my own or ask someone to do it for me or find a website that will generate something to find out how much time poor Betty Davis had after being terrorized by a young Martin Short uh, fucking terrorizing her and like he did an impression of her and she was like not down and she's just like uh and then I was like she had don't worry everyone she had a fulfilling life wonderful she had a good decade that's even pretty short but like you know she would have forgotten about it or maybe she was still she still I don't know you know her and Joan Crawford. I don't know. I don't know how she would. Maybe she'd still be like, oh, fuck Martin Short on the Johnny Carson show. In 1988, because I also said it was 1970s. No, it was 1988. Uh, uh, when we did that show, he did an imitation of me, and he was just annoying before, and then he did me, and then he was like obviously trying to impress me by being like, oh, I'm so irreverent. <laughs> And I'm just like, look, I'm an old lady. <laughs> I'm let to deal with Joan Crawford, damn it. Like, leave me alone. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. That's what I'd be thinking if I was being inundated by that. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, I wouldn't know what to do. Martin Short needs to apologize. I'm... <laughs> he needs to get presidentially pardoned for that one. Rude. Unbelievable. But anyways, yeah. Um, we'll figure out how long she had to live. But it wasn't a long time, I can tell you that. Because uh, that interview was in 1988, and she died in 1989 at 81 years old. Um, and another attraction to correction I had to do was to do a Betty Davis impression. But since she didn't like his impression, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. Uh, next retraction and correction... Is I said Betty Crawford instead of Joan Crawford. So now she's even more fucking pissed. And then next retraction and correction is that the musical redacted, because I can't say its name out loud, because uh, it's a s racial slur, but I'm sure the subject of the film would be like, oh shit, I shouldn't call myself that if she knew the. Uh, information at the time or maybe people were telling her i don't know i don't know how the world works maybe it's all fucked maybe she's like she was a burner of her time you know <sighs> but let's not make this a burner herzog weird gritty documentary and uh, keep it to the burner herzog while you watch me fucking struggle with the fucking human condition like this fucking this is like some madness I'm trying to pull a Little boat over a hill. Why? It doesn't make sense, but here I am. That's what I'm doing by being like, I can I can have multiple segments in this show. It's not just me rambling uh, for three hours about trying to say one sentence in a script. You know? Well, you know, I'm not... Well, instead of being my, my best fiend a type situation, this is a best friend, well, best frequency forever, but you would think it meant best friends forever. Because they call it BFF.FM. 
And that's where they allow this, you know. <laughs> These, like, fucking Klaus Kinskian type ravings. Uh, you know. They let it happen here. They don't got nothing to lose. Uh, and that's why I gotta tell you about donations, actually, in a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's a really why I let be done RKPFM. FM. I feel like I've announced myself five million times. Well, don't worry, that's not what's happening. Because what's happening is I'm gonna tell you the retraction and correction, damn it. So I, I can't say the name of this musical out loud, but... Uh, I don't, it's racist, but if I was a jerk, I'd probably be saying it and being like, what? What? I'll use a racist argument to justify it to me. You're jerks. So, we, we, we won't bother with that. Um, it is a 19, well, it's called Redacted, and it stars Natalie Wood and Rosalind Russell, who, when I was, like, in the second grade or some, some elementary school grade, were a little too young to be saying statements like that. I had to do a thing about, like, like, talk about your hero, who, someone you admire, and, like, or, like, who do you, like, you know, who do you admire, and, like, blah, 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 and I was, like, I want to be Rosalind Russell. I admire, I'm the historic figure I most admire is Rosalind Russell because she was very funny and a fashion horse. And that's good. I, these are qualities I admire. Because, uh, you know, homosexuality starts young, but I came out real funny. Uh, even for, you know, the kind of homosexual I am. Just like Tiny Tim, lesbian. You know, not the Dickensian Tiny Tim, I'm the, the one with the ukulele. Um, anyways, moving on to retractions and corrections. Um, I can't tell you the name of this, but yeah, I, whatever, the movie stars Natalie Wood, Rosalind Russell, 1962, if you need more information, because I can't tell you the name of this damn musical. Because it's a slur against Romani people. Uh, it's directed by Mervyn Leroy. And uh, the reason I brought it up in the previous episode was because I was like, you gotta have a gimmick. And uh, that's a song in the show movie because it's about redacted Rose Lee and how she, you know, went from being a really... Boy, talk about... Psycho, psycho, everything, psychological, psychosexual. Oh, like, no. Well, she went from being like a real, having a hard time as being a vaudeville child star, but like in a weird way where it's like your mom makes you dress like a boy all your life and you don't ever know your real age. And you're always perpetually forced to be a young child. And I'm like, is, is this what was really ha happening? Because that's not good. And you don't know how old you are, oh God. Uh, and I like overly identified with it. And I love that movie. And I was like, also Natalie Wood hot. I would like to look at nude Natalie Wood. Yes, a movie from my, a beloved movie from my childhood about redacted Rose Lee. Going from being 
Psychologically tortured child star on vaudeville to burlesque superstar who, uh, you know, if you, you, you know, inspired all, a lot of things uh, that are good in this world. And yeah, you can, the, the reason I brought it up is because there's a song called You Gotta Get a Gimmick where when Redacted Rosalie is about to st strip for the first time, she's advised by a trio like Jesus. She's well, no, visited by three wise, well, women, and they're hot and cute, and, um, yeah, they advise her, they're strippers, and they advise her on what to do, and they're like, get a gimmick, because you can rely on it, and not have to, like, exhaust yourself doing this really exhausting labor of, you know, sex worker or sex worker line field, you know, so, like, and I'm like, that's actually really freaking cool. I love that. And I was like, when I was doing this, figuring the show out, I was like, I gotta have a gimmick. And I like would listen to the song over and over. And boy, is it a hard soundtrack to look up? Cause I don't even want to type it. I just like type the name of the song. I like literally will type like Natalie Wood, Roslyn Russell. So I don't even write it. Like it just, I don't want to do it. It's not a vibe for me. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, she's, she's advised, and then, um, one of the, uh, one of the actresses who I think she plays Miss Mazeppa, and her gimmick is to have a horn, um, and she's dressed like a Roman soldier, and she's just fabulous. She's actually a really cool person. She passed away recently. I think the same actress portrayed her on Broadway and in the movie. Uh, she's like a really cool fucking housing rights activist who just passed away, and she fucking rocks. I love housing rights activism. Housing is a human right, guys. Like, you know, if I'm not gonna type in this thing, do you think I'm gonna not think that? Anyways, uh, but yeah, so that's why I brought it up, but I never got to it because I rambled like this, goddammit. Anyways, next retar- next two retargeting corrections. I'm gonna finish this out. I'm not gonna talk about it too much. I'm gonna try not to, and then I'm gonna do donations so you can help these poor people out to just, you know, they gotta use, they gotta, like, they gotta pay a trapper or a bounty hunter or something. They got high rates, you know? You gotta pay them to get this under control, you know what I mean? Anyways, uh, and then you gotta donate to them for that to happen, because this is free radio. Uh, it's BFF.FM with me, Don Archie, of the Harry Hubbard Companion, to be exact. Anyways, um, hmm. I'm gonna do them. We're gonna do, and then, God willing, something gets done on the show. Uh, second to last retraction and correction. Leslie Karen survived being mentioned in my show, but this does not. You know, we have to test the hypothesis. You know, like, is it just being mentioned, brought up as in a wacky fact that gets you? Or is it like, you know, Henry Kissinger is just so evil, like we just really couldn't get him. 
like or like if it's just the mere mention of an elderly person which if i'm talking about how my favorite movie was redacted starring natalie wood and rosalind russell and you heard the rest of that like you think i'd mention someone who's not elderly or dead like god damn it one day we will it won't be so antiques roadshow on here and i'll actually talk about antiques roadshow because that's what i wanted to do today damn it but we will not get to it because look what's happening now my god um but anyways um yeah leslie karen survived she could die again if i just by being the mere mention of her name this, this is like i keep saying a dune type situation with me pearl donna architrades these are like you know is it a weirding fact is it just i'm so powerful i can just zap you by you know saying your name i don't know it's a real Mid middle eastern book it's a real middle eastern show it's not a far reach and uh instead of you know having a worm you could you know, be an animal that features prominently in your life. You can if you're just tuning in and you're listening to this live and that uh, you didn't know about this information previously, but you, yes, you, or someone you know or love could be the lucky winner, winner of a little kitten if you are a Southern California resident and you can adopt this kitty. It's an emergency. This kitty needs to get adopted by... Thursday. You can foster the kitty too if you foster kitties. Anything works. The kitty just needs to get a good home because sometimes pounds can be rough. And it's a little kitty that was stuck in a tree and is so cute. And you could win this kitty. And uh, if you live in Southern California, and you should just shoot me a message at a.harry.homecompanion on Instagram or Donna gmail.com and you can get free cat on this free internet radio station. So I will do the donation and I will save the final retraction and correction for next week because I know if I start talking about it, I will go out of control because who boy. So I or actually, you know what? It could come back as a special report because I gotta watch that movie and be like, this is part of the problem with this film because it's a doozy. It does not pass the hobo code of ethics whatsoever. But you know who passes the hobo code of ethics with flying colors? BFF.FM. And like the humble but proud American hobo, it's like a handout or two, if it, you don't mind. And uh, you should consider donating to them. And the way that you could do that is by now uh, listening very closely as I now read to you from the script. Uh, have you considered donating to BFF.FM yet? You should! Not only is this such a unique community radio station that reflects and respects the diversity of the Bay Area, but it keeps weirdos like me occupied so we don't film a documentary about dentists called An Inconvenient Tooth. It's more laughing gas than greenhouse gas. 
Get yourself down to bff.fm slash donut. Donny! Not donut. But I would like one because, like I said, Stone Radio Show. I am starving. Um, just like a hobo who would love to paint your fence in exchange. Well, the hobo, well, the hobo is bff.fm, and we will, and by painting your fence, we mean, you know, bringing joy and local color to your life by doing these aforementioned services. Do not let us carve a little sign into your front porch to say, ah, stingy listener, uh, you know, you don't want that. You don't want to have that look. It'll come up at the hobo convention. It happens every year. Anyways, if you'd like to spare a dollar or a dime or a penny, whatever you got, get yourself down to bff.fm slash donate where you can send a one-time donation or set up a monthly recurring donation and be our bestie with benefits. We can't run a train on you. We can hop a train with you. And FCC doesn't allow. Oh wait, we don't, we don't need it. Well, I don't really want to. I I don't feel that way about you, listener. But that's all right because, in the, you know, just in case like you thought like, ooh, Harry, they brought that up. Does that mean no? This is a hellfire chat. It's a hellfire side chat. Yes. Sort of a fireside chat. I'm not Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I'm. Fucking Donna Arky uh, doing my show, Harry Home Companion, here live for you because, you know, there's such a strong popular demand for it. Uh, and uh, one thing that there is a strong popular demand for among the, my constituents is that I should do a segment every once in a while and that is what I'm going to do because our first segment is Wacky Facts Latin name Wackiest Facticus Each week my stoned ass learns you a weird and interesting fact about every subject possible from animals to history and everything in between This week's fact Boy, if you're tuning in when I start talking about this, I feel like you're gonna get real worried because I'm like, like talking about like, maybe it's sometimes not, you know, it's all right to not follow OSHA regulations in the workplace. And they're like, oh my God, is this like some kind of libertarian? And, you know, what's going on? They don't want anything anywhere. I don't know how libertarians... Do libertarians... Are they down to clown with OSHA? I'll find out! Retractions and corrections. I'm very naive. I don't know much of their creed. I just remember when I still lived in San Francisco and then I'd go back to my friend's house. I swear to God, on Valencia Street, there was, like a libertarian toilet store and it was like hunker down in style uh with this you know composting toilet of your dreams and fantasies and i'm like was that real or did i make it up did i just i know there was like i don't know if there was like it was exclusively toilets or there was just i think toilets were more 
you know, kind of the bigger part of the population of the goods and related services offered by the store. And I remember seeing some signage where I was like, I think this person's a libertarian. That's, oh wait, that's a, there's a lot of like printed out paper signage in the store, like where lots of big bold letters and exclamation points and URL links where you're like, I have a sneaky feeling that this store is like some kind of final frontier for somebody, you know? And, uh, yeah, I remember seeing signs like that. I don't know if there was one sign, because, like, I was, like, I just was, like, I don't know if I really want to be here. And, like, me and my friend, like, snuck in, kind of being, like, we can look around. Is it a libertarian? Like, Donna, you keep saying it's a libertarian toilet store. We got to find out if it's a libertarian toilet store or not. And I'm like, all right, all right, right we, we got to go in. But it's really scary. I don't know if I want to go into the libertarian toilet store. And then we go in there, and like, there's a bunch of, like, really, like, in the middle of San Francisco, all these Dale Gribble types. Just, you, where you, you, you wouldn't expect to see them, but they're all there, like, huddled around and talking to each other and, we're in camo, like real, real serious camo, like not cute, like Bratz doll camo. Like they're really expecting to hide from something with somebody in the woods real soon, you know? And uh, I, I, I don't really want to be in the store. So it was like a really brief, like, uh, look. And then like, uh, we just like, walked and walked out, just kind of like eyes blurry with fear and just like, this is, and then we just were like, we're, we're two, two Iranians. We, I don't, and we're both really queer and very obviously so. I don't really know if we should be here. Uh, and we just zipped in, zipped out. And I don't know if it actually was a libertarian toilet store. And I think it is gone. Um, I, but I, I could be wrong. But I remember it being there. But yeah, it just was a very, it, it was a very suspicious place. And you could be thinking that BFM, you know, maybe they're still partying for their 10th anniversary because they fucking deserve it. Maybe they're doing, because they do pop-ups all over San Francisco, maybe they're doing a pop-up live from that toilet, libertarian toilet store. But I guess, like, what I'm about to say is, like, some, you know, it's going to sound like a little bit, like, I'm like, it's good. We don't need these rules because if we don't have them, how will we make innovations? But again, I don't know how libertarians feel about think entities, public safety entities such as OSHA or the FDA, FCC. But honestly, you know, is is the FCC a public? You know, and they won't let a show like this on the air. <laughs> When they're doing the right thing, they are an entity of public health. Oh. oh, I'm just a plague rat. Oh, that's all right. Despite all of her age, I'm just a plague rat on a germ-spreading rampage. And it's good that I'm not FDA approved or whatever, and you can't, you can't hear me where children might, I mean, I don't know what, you could be a cool parent. I don't know. Or a weird mean parent if you're making them listen to this. Jeez. Anyways, you would probably think I'm like... Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out what libertarians are all about. Like, you know, 
Well, I mean, everyone hates the DMV. That's the fucking... Well, I guess we're all... We all have something in common. Like it or not. And speaking of things having things in common. And, you know, f flaunting rules, man. Like a libertarian would. Did you know, like, pretty much almost every fucking... I don't know if all of them... I don't want to find out because that seems like a lot of work. Maybe it could be a spell. It could be something, something or the other. But like a great amount of artificial sweeteners were all discovered the same way. And uh, I'm just gonna sound like I'm like advocating. If you just tune in with like all the rambling and this real public access TV kind of feel to it. You know, I'd be really worried too, but no, I'm not advocating. I'm just merely here, and a, a bystander just merely observing. You know, I know it could sound that way, but it ain't. Uh, yeah, artificial sweeteners. Uh, let's start off with sweet and low. Uh, or cyclamates, your friend and, uh, Artificial sweeteners. A cyclamate was discovered in 1937 at the University of Illinois, where he clearly studied my using my pedagogical approach of sex, steak, and cigars. The three S's, not the three R's, like you learned in your book learning at a fancy university, city slicker university. Um, because the reason you found cyclamate, your friend and foe, because it's not good for you, um, in sweetness, is, uh, because he was smoking a cigarette, which sounds real relaxing, like, ah, smoking a cigarette at the, you know, biology, well, I'm dissecting a, you know, frog or something, relaxing, doing scientific research, ah, I could use some Mitri time, Instead of some petri time, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. And, you know, because you used to be able to do that. I, when I was doing my degree in anthropology, because I chose it arbitrarily, because I didn't know, I was like, liberal arts, you, you choose what else? What I've been meaning to do a retraction correction about my education, why I have all the crazy degrees I have, and how I ended up in academia after basically being. Very, you know, Herzog documentary indeed. I was very Casper Hauser, you know, feral child, like, just running around. Uh, didn't really think about much. Having a good time playing with my toy horses. Uh, my My Little Ponies. Um, probably till I was too old. I don't know, you'd think that listening to the show, like, yep, that person had a real weird attachment to them. Um, just like Hasbro House. Well, he didn't have a weird attachment. He didn't have attachment to nobody but that little horse. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah. You, so I was like that, and then I ended up doing all the weird degrees that I did. It was not... This has all been just happy coincidences. Like, there is no... Like I said, I'm just here to show up and relax. I like the amoeba and bacteria being studied in those... Petri dishes, amongst which, uh, 
James and Schlatter, who invented... Uh, oh, no, that guy, that's the guy who invented aspartame. Because like I was saying, they were all discovered the same ways, pretty much, which I will reveal to you shortly. With eight minutes on the clock, but like the, you know, amoebas floating around in those petri dishes, I'm just here for vibes. I'm just relaxing. I'm just floating around. You know, bump into some... You know, nutrients that I like absorb into my bot, my single cell body. I don't got a care in the world, but I also do because I have severe OCD and anxiety and CPTSD. So I got lots of thoughts, but I also don't. It's hard to be me. Anyways, even harder is to be, uh, well, well, not harder is Michael's sweat up because he invented something and made a lot of money off of it. He had a great life. Maybe I should have gone to the sciences. Maybe I shouldn't have flunked out uh, of all the things I thought. I'll tell you in a retraction question soon. I don't. Uh, I, I hate to talk about me, but I guess I'll do it next week. Next time! Uh, because if I had fun in neuroscience, which I did not want to do, you like, you know, like I've said before, you're Iranian, you have. Only a few options as your first generation Iranian kid, you only got a few options as a job. Be a tinker, tailor, soldier, or spy. Unless you got real chill parents who aren't doing a model minority thing. Um, and then you're very lucky and, you know, you won't end up like me and my problems. Uh, and, uh, one of my problems is, boy, I do, I do encounter a lot of artificial sweetener in my diet and daily life because I can't have the real kind. So this isn't good news for me. Maybe that's why I'm beating around the bush and not telling you about the thing I use instead of using a bush, which is stevia to sweeten my bevies of choice because just fucking let me have something. I know it's still gross. I just am traumatized from the early days of stevia because I've been living like this for too long, but, you know, maybe Leslie Karen won't. Um, but anyways, if I keep up at this rate, nothing will be happening for long because the way that all these artificial sweeteners were discovered was, well, actually, Cyclamate was, stands out because, uh, Michael Sveta, the, you know... University of Illinois, very cozy name, Sveta, Sveta, I don't know. Well, when he was wrangling beakers and slinging pipettes down at the uh, Illinois, University of Illinois in 1937, he was smoking a cigarette too. Oh yeah, and the reason I brought up my anthropology degree was because the building was really old and they had, uh, they had ashtrays and all the in all the classrooms, and in one of the classrooms um, that I, I took a class in with, like, the, it had all the ashtrays and a lot of the old stuff still up in there, because it is a very underfunded field, unlike the sciences, those are popping off. Um, the, I took a archaeology, like, a class where I helped clean up and catalog all the, um, Finds from a, the world's first, and I'm, I don't, I don't think only, uh, no, just the first borax mine in the world, and okay, I guess, 
I'll transition to a different local wacky fact and then try to finish up this wacky fact. Or I guess I won't. I, this is a first. I didn't finish a wacky fact. Uh, I'll have to bring it up in retractions and corrections next week. Um, because I'm... No. I'll tell you the Borax story and the local history fact next week. That'll be a different segment. No. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, but anyways... Well, that's ashtrays there. And so this guy, while well, he was discovered, he was basically working on a medication for something else. What was he trying to do? He was researching anti-ulcer drugs. No, that's the fucking aspartame. Damn it. Ah. No, the cyclamate was invented because he was working on a, looking for an anti-fever drug. He put his cigarette down on the lab bench. And then when he put his cigarette back in his mouth, he was like, oh, it tastes like sugar. And that's how they discovered... Sweden low. And but then like almost every like freaking artificial sweetener is discovered this way because in 1897 saccharin named for the Latin word for sugar was discovered on accident in 1897 in the John Hopkins University researcher because he was looking for new uses for coal tar derivatives because that's good for you. And he was like, how can I help Uncle Cole? You know, I'm sure there was like some patriotic, like, it's a newfangled invent. No, Cole's been around for a long time. But I guess science where you can actually do shit, like, do something with Cole tar derivatives. Because, you know, back when they're doing the, you know, back to the, you know, Hellfire side chat with the Mellow Smell, like, which is hammer type medieval shit like they couldn't they didn't even know you could derive anything from coal tar they'd just be like ah yes coal tar curative for constipation and you can apply it to ward off the witches from your butter or something i don't know and anyways so he was doing fiddling around with that and he uh didn't wash his hands before lunch and he started eating his food and he was like, yum, yum, yum. Huh. Oh, my food tastes real sweet. Like, I didn't think I'd enjoy, like, you know, they weird food back in 1897. I didn't think I would enjoy a sweet eel pie, but here we are, learning something new about ourselves. And while, uh, I didn't fucking put his name down. Son of a bitch, will it? Well, we'll find out more about that. But basically, every artificial sweetener was because some guy didn't wash his hands and ate lunch. Or in one case, smoked a cigarette. Anyways, love you all. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. Learn about the protests going on in Iran. I'll see you soon. Bye.